Welcome to Hands on Health, the podcast all about living your healthiest life on the coast. I'm your host, Felicia Struve. Today we're going to meet a superstar at CMH. She was a guest on the podcast a few weeks ago and has graciously agreed to lead a new series of podcasts on cancer. Allow me to introduce you to Mari Montesano. Welcome, Mari. Thank you for having me, Felicia. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do at Columbia Memorial Hospital? Sure. So I am the oncology social worker, and I help support patients and families in both the medical oncology and the radiation oncology department. So I think there is some confusion out there about what a social worker does. I know in my own family, when uh, somebody's had a procedure and the social worker's been called in at the hospital, there was concern and confusion. Can you explain how a social worker operates within the context of the medical world? Yeah, sure. So it's a relatively new um, role for social worker. You know, they have had medical social workers for a long time, but it's definitely a lot more popular and we've kind of gained traction to be able to be in the hospital more. So for instance, in uh, our hospital, we have uh, pediatrics, we have um, primary care social workers, inpatient social workers, and emergency room social workers, and of course, hospice and oncology. We all do different things every day. My specific role in oncology is to provide overall support to patients and families, make sure they're connected to financial assistance, disability, FMLA, that kind of stuff. And also just help them adjust to this new journey of the cancer diagnosis and make sure they have the information and the ways to cope throughout the journey that will definitely have ups and downs as it goes through. So it sounds like the role is quite a bit like a guide, an emotional and a very practical guide. Yeah, definitely. We're here to provide that counseling piece, of course, but we're also here to just guide them with the support and knowledge and hopefully, you know, educate and just find the resources that they ultimately need to succeed. Great. So regardless of what department patient or a family might encounter a social worker, it's not about taking kids away. No, not at all. It's about supporting families toward being whole and well. Yes, exactly. That's our ultimate goal is just to help support and provide that education and resource as much as we can. Okay. We cleared up a big myth right there. (laughs) Yes. So what does it take to become a social worker, a medical social worker? In general, a social worker has to go through their bachelor's program in college, and then they go on to get their master's of social work. Um, During that master's program, that's kind of where they decide where they kind of want to focus. And I definitely wanted to focus on medical type social work. And so um, that was my realm during my master's program. And then afterwards, depending on the licensure you would want to have for medical social worker, you are required to be a licensed clinical social worker, so an LCSW. And that takes about two years or longer to obtain. You go through a long process of meeting with an already licensed social worker to kind of help guide you through the role and um, educate you and provide that support. So you have to go through that for at least two years before you can sit for your exam to be licensed as an independent social worker. So it's a pretty extensive training. It is, yes. It's very long. What do you enjoy about being a social worker? I think um, the favorite part of my role is to just be there. Just be there with families or patients. You know, it's a privilege to get to walk this journey with them, especially in the cancer world. Um, It's a very hard diagnosis to get, and it's just... um, 
for me, it's a privilege to get to support them, to get to listen to them and just guide them through this journey. Mm -hmm. Do you have people who stick in your mind? Um, Of course, I have a lot of people who stick in my mind, you know, some are still here with us and some have passed, you know, and those just keep me going. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the challenging part about your job? I think there's a lot of challenging things. Just in the world of healthcare, we all deal with challenging things. I think it's hard when um, in the cancer world we lose patients um, because we become very close with them and their families and we're through this journey with them. And so it becomes, it can be very hard when we lose a patient. But um, I think in the same sense that it's amazing that we got to have that time with them and get to know them. Well, the pandemic probably has thrown your world into a bit of a spin, just like it has everybody else's. Yes. What's changed? Uh, So it's been, it's been difficult, uh, especially with our patients and living in a rural area. You know, we want our patients to stay safe. So we want them to stay home and isolate themselves even more than we were telling them prior to COVID. So it's become more difficult because they're a lot more isolated and uh, lonely. And we have been trying to tell them not to see necessarily their family members or their loved ones because we want to keep them safe. But we're definitely working out how to balance them being able to see their families and spend that time, but also keeping them safe. So that's been our tough obstacle right now. And the reason behind that is the cancer treatment? Yeah, the treatment that they go through will take down their immune system. So we want to make sure that they are safe and not getting sick. You know, regular pre-COVID, you know, we wanted them to make sure that they weren't getting the flu or that kind of stuff. So we would want them to stay at home and not necessarily go to the grocery store, go to busy places where there's large groups of people. But now with COVID-19, we want them to be extra careful as they are a vulnerable population. So it's just created a more isolating time. Mm -hmm. We want to provide that support to them but we also want to keep them safe at home. Hey there, it's Felicia. Thanks for listening. I'd love to include your questions or comments in an upcoming episode. To leave me a message, please call 503-338-4654. If you've got a health question, I'll do my best to get you an expert answer. Again, that number is 503-338-4654. Now let's get back to our guest. Now you've launched several projects to help people connect, Mm -hmm. even if they can't be there in person. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So one of the first ones we did was um, our nurse practitioner, Kelly, had a great idea about care packages for our patients. So we have been giving out care packages that we kind of personalize for the patient, um, like self-care items and just things that they like. So that's been a real fun thing to be able to give to the patient and see how happy that makes them. And then we're also starting this virtual platform for patients to access that will have, you know, support, um, education, um, and just a way for them to have a place to go if they need a question answered. Um, So those are the big things that we've been trying to do and help our patients. And you recently got a grant to continue to facilitate that. Yes, and the grant will definitely help facilitate the virtual platform going live as it will help just get patients and family members um, access to us and access to information that we hand out that will be on the site. Um, And this grant is a great way to just improve our virtual access to patients and caregivers. At the Cancer Center, we're limiting our patients to one visitor, and then that visitor unfortunately isn't allowed to be with them during treatment. And so 
this virtual site um, will definitely allow family members a way to look at the different, you know, education materials we hand out. It's a way to find resources that they would otherwise be getting in the center. So it's definitely a great spot for everyone to connect. Wonderful. So outside of your time at work, what do you enjoy doing? Well, I love to um, hang out with my family, of course, when we can. Um, I have a husband and a small little child. He's almost two and our German Shepherd. So we just love to be outdoors and just lots of family time. That's the most important thing right now. Yeah, I think a lot of people have been Mm -hmm. feeling that. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me. Based on our conversations, I think we can probably let our listeners know that you are going to be doing more podcasts with us and hopefully hosting some. Yes. Awesome. That sounds amazing. So we'll look forward to that. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming in today and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Felicia. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Felicia Struvi, and this has been an episode of Hands on Health, brought to you by Columbia Memorial Hospital.